You're listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. Hi, it's Chris and Susan Beasley with another episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle, where we have some fantastic guests who join us from all over the world, from all kinds of entrepreneurial backgrounds and share their knowledge with us and with you on how you can build a business in retirement. So our guest today, who we met on social media, is Loy Puckett. Now, Loy is across the pond. Um, most of our guests do come from the other side of the world, which is really fantastic. But here we are in a virtual environment, introducing you to a great friend. So, Loy, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Susan. Uh, it's a pleasure. So, would you like to sort of introduce yourself? Tell, tell everyone a little bit about your background. We know well, you, you come from a medical um, background, but we don't know the ins and outs of it. So we would love to know that. Certainly. Uh, um, I have been an ER physician for about the last 25 years or so. Um, I'm in, uh, in uh, Columbia, Missouri, uh, right in the middle of the United States, and I have been uh, here for uh, really most of my life. I actually came out here for college as well, too. Um, and uh, for a short period of time, the beginning uh, part of my ER career, I was running a, a small ER north of, uh, of uh, uh, in Missouri. And um, then in uh, about the last 12 years, I've actually been uh, taking care of veterans at the VA hospital uh, oh, wow. in Columbia. And uh, so, um, but uh, the uh, pretty much all during that time as a kind of um, uh, uh, issue, well, uh, basically, a, well, I guess we'd call it a benefit with uh, doing ER work is that it ends up, it ends up being shift work. And um, many of the, I know many other ER physicians will actually just go and work other places to, to kind of double up, but they tend to be, you know, after a while, they're going to stop doing that and actually slow down a little bit because it's just is too much of a pace to try to do depending on where you are. And so I, I had lots of opportunity to be able to uh, look at, um, um, what I might do with my time off and, um, that had uh, kind of initially had the idea of being where I would be a, uh, uh, a work online uh, at, at opportunities to make money online. And that uh, initially progressed, um, you know, in, in doing that with just kind of, you know, simple uh, ideas in regards to making money online and affiliate marketing. Um, and in actuality, my whole idea about doing it, uh, doing this uh, separate business was that I wanted to separate medical from um, my home business. Um, I just kind of always said, hey, I do that at work. Now I need to do this. At home. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> and uh, so that uh, basically, uh, and I, so I, Anytime the idea about well, why don't you end up doing something from a medical side of things, it's like, well, I'll do that at my other job. And all I can been doing that for all this time and rather do something different. And I was pretty stubborn about all that. And um, it, uh, but it, it became clear that that would, that, you know, and as I spoke with uh, uh, some different individuals that I've known for years as well too, um, and then started working with some people uh, that were uh, 
you know, really, I think we're kind of experts about understanding how somebody like you just had mentioned, um, Chris, about the, uh, the idea of using your knowledge to be able to, to, to do something that uh, would be beneficial to others, um, that they were very convincing that that would be, a, it would be okay if I did that. I, I wasn't, uh, my concerns about it or thinking that uh, I didn't want to do this was ended up being just a big stumbling block for me. And so as I decided to uh, open myself up to be able to do that uh, and do that aspect of things online, um, that's how that evolved essentially. And uh, it's, I'm, and I'm not looking back, it's been a great, great thing to try to do and, uh, and, uh, and work uh, that kind of work has been great, very rewarding as well too. So. I think that's just, honestly, it's just a fabulous idea that someone can take, their knowledge and their skills in their career, whatever it is, and use that afterwards to actually generate an income, but just turn it into something different that somebody wants. So tell us a little bit about what your business does in that respect, how, how, how it is that you've come to be the expert, if you like, in the uh, medical knowledge field and articles and books that people can have access to and use to help them in their own businesses? Well, it, um, it, I mean, I saw the opportunity in, uh, with uh, PLR material uh, that um, uh, in the, in the health niche, uh, it was, I just saw an opportunity to kind of move into that with uh, being able to provide um, really a somewhat simplified, although it sometimes can be rather complex at times too, um, uh, idea about uh, medical subjects that, uh, that people um, would be interested in uh, either knowing the information for themselves or being able to provide it for their customers. Um, and it, it, I didn't quite really, even as I started looking into PLR, realize just how broad it could end up being that that material would be of use to people. Um, and, uh, and I think some people that are looking to try to do, uh, uh, you know, any kind of online business, uh, that the use of PLR products, you know, of all different kinds uh, across the board of subjects um, is is such a uh, just a uh, just a, a wonderful um, basically supply of content um, that they can use in a multitude of different ways, and so it was it was pretty clear that this I mean even though this is kind of more focused in on well you got to uh, if, if 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 you're going to do this it's going to probably be in the health niche. Um, it still was something that I didn't see, you know, populated by a lot of people doing this the way that I have been kind of doing it. Um, more have been uh, people that, uh, uh, or healthcare uh, providers that had created, you know, books on Amazon or created specific courses or had uh, done other things online um, or in media or those kind of things. Um, so, the idea was that it, it seemed to be just a really, and I, and I got some, I got some great basically help of, of uh, kind of organizing how I was going to go through the process of doing it. 
Um, there, it, it seemed like it, it may have been inevitable too, because my daughter is a very prolific writer. She's a, um, that helps. Uh, she is well I mean she doesn't really she's written some of my stuff but really but she's right now she's actually working for Elle magazine in uh, New York wow and, but she but she has just been an absolutely amazing writer for uh just a long time she got her master's in uh, magazine editing and then uh, uh ended up going moving to New York uh, before COVID and she's been there uh, came back to stay with us for a bit too, but but she's such a great writer. She, um, may have been some in my genes too. My my grandmother was a uh, was a uh, an English teacher, um, and although I am really not very good at coming up with content, uh, I, I I struggle a bit about that. I think I do really well when I uh, have a chance to write something that I've done and go through and actually edit and make it look better than, uh, than the coming up with it. Um, so, um, but, uh, I tell you, Lauren could just, she can write anything and write it, you know, write tons on it as well. Too. <laughs> she does. So. But, isn't, but isn't that a benefit though, Lloyd, really at the end of the day for people like ourselves who don't have particular knowledge in a, a particular niche, for example, that we can, if we want, create a whole business around a specific topic and we can go and avail ourselves of the content that has been professionally written by someone else. Um, for those of our listeners and readers who may not even know what PLR is, would you be kind enough to explain it? We could, but I think it would come much better from you. <laughs> I don't know that I'm really an expert on the uh, on the the details specifically, but kind of the way that I understand it uh, from a in in how I would explain it would be that it is you are basically creating content um, and let's say you write an article about a particular subject subject matter. And when you offer private label rights or PLR uh, for that, it allows somebody else to be able to take that uh, and use that for, and usually based on how you uh, describe the rights, it's basically uh, initially starts as being its personal use for them. So they can take that and they can put it and then you can further describe how you would recommend that they use this, um, but they can then take it and they can change it. Uh, and based on how you also give them the rights to do that too, uh, and use it uh, in a manner that they then have some content that they can utilize for whatever they would like to use it personally for. Um, and People that buy PLR may be as simple as I want to know more about this subject, you know, so I learn about this subject and, you know, and it can be just like you, you, you buy a book on a bookshelf to learn about it. Um, and um, but but others uh, may look to take the content and utilize it to supplement content that they have on a blog. They may use it to supplement um, a book that they're writing. Um, uh, that they want to uh, be able to to share with their audience and, and those kind of things. So that's really kind of just the baseline aspect of it for me. But you are basically given the rights to someone else uh, to be able to use your content um, with some specific rules that you set out for them. 
for their own personal use. Um, it gets a lot more complicated when you go to into the deeper aspects of PLR and how you can, you know, uh, do other have other aspects of PLR. Um, that, uh, but that's the baseline. So, I mean, basically, you get you get paid for allowing people to have the right to use your your content, if you like. Exactly. I think it's a brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I mean, we, we are, we, lot, we, we? well, we've been using them for years. I mean, if I went back and looked at my computer, please don't tell Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably got about 500 pieces of PLR content that I've got over the years that I've used for blog posts, for articles, social media, for training, for creating courses. Um, there are so many uses for it. And that's why I specifically really wanted to learn more about that from you, from a, a creators of PLR's perspective, because quite often we hear about this. We know what it is, but, you know, how, how somebody could actually start a small side gig or a side hustle in their retirement, for example, around a specific topic and they don't even have to go write the stuff themselves and I think we need to open people's eyes to what's available um something that they're passionate about or interested in I mean one of the guys that we know and have worked with um, other other than the fact that the training that we did he's a highly successful online entrepreneur but he's also known as the orchid guy <laughs> the what now the, the orchid, orchid guy, guy. <laughs> he's known as the orchid guy because yeah. he's done exactly what you've done. He's created, he's, he's, well, he's accumulated PLR from people who are orchid experts, put it into, informa into an information package. He's got a huge following on about people who want to grow and love growing orchids. <laughs> and he just sells them the information. Like, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. none of it is his. He doesn't know what well, he says. He, he knows a lot about orchids now, but when he started, he knew absolutely nothing. And the point is, it's in so many different niches or niches, however you like to pronounce it. I mean, for us, when we first got introduced to it, it was we were looking for content in digital marketing, different uh, ways to help our clients when we still had our our traditional business we were looking for ways mm. they could improve and generate better marketing we had to go and find this stuff ourselves because the internet was like in its infancy and we actually bought um, a product which was like a library you would probably call it now of what turned out to be, as we found out later, PLR products created into little books on how to use YouTube, how to use social media, how to yep. use Google, how to use this, that and the other. And to us, it just like opened our eyes and we went, wow, we could actually run a business online like that selling products like that and certainly we never have not looked back obviously our business has developed over the years but what a great idea to get started mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's i mean i it uh my you know original um you know going into um the online uh marketing side of things i really wasn't wasn't using PLR very much. I did. I did a little bit uh, at the kind of the very beginning, but I didn't for a long time. 
Um, and just it, when I, as I later, before I started, you know, you know, doing, started doing my con, uh, premium medical content for Dr. Loy by Dr. Loy, the, I was using it somewhat, but I think I always found that I never quite understood how I would end up being able to use that for my own uh, business side of things. It was always something I understood as being um, maybe I could help market somebody else an affiliate, be an affiliate for somebody else. And, or I might be able to use this to kind of help, uh, you know, write something or learn something from, so to speak. And so I think that the, that what you're describing there specifically, that is key. What you said was that people, if they were able to understand and look at it from PLR being, this is something that allows you to now be more entrepreneurial because it really gives you uh, a, a step up in. And the, the other thing too, is like what you're saying is that, you know, the orchid person uh the the idea would end up being is if people sit there and say i don't know i don't know what it is that i can do to share and, and show somebody else um i mean plr is a great way to do it obviously if you go and research how to do something that you're interested in in in, in finding you know that that might be something that other people were interested in you learned how to do it um and then learned how to share it with others from either a teaching aspect or learned how to kind of just basically uh, turn the content uh, into something that would be, you know, readable and usable for somebody else. Now, all of a sudden, you're the entrepreneur instead of, but it's like the other thing too, is like what you said earlier about, which is, which is really kind of, kind of cool about the whole thing too, is that we all, as we are PLR, PLR sellers, we are also PLR consumers and we buy PLR from all these other people. And so it's like we, and everybody sits there and say, Oh, shame to, to show you how much PLR I got on my computer. We all do. I mean, I've, I'm selling it like crazy here now. And nope. I know PLR sellers that sell it like crazy as well. And they've got the same thing. They've got hard drives full of PLR yeah. and, uh, that they, cause so, so the sellers are also buyers, you know, and, um, it's it so it's not like you're just selling it to this other audience over here and all the other sellers are selling. Everybody is uh, is a consumer of it, uh, which is really it's cool true. too. It's true. You know, it's one of the things that we've always um, held as part of our integrity as well. Um, we don't just promote something as an affiliate of a PLR that we think is of interest to our audience. We have it first. Um, because I want to know what's in it. Is it the premium quality that I'm telling my audience that it is? Yours is for sure. And I think that's something that's quite important. If people are researching um, to, to buy um, a license to use somebody else's content, that they make sure it comes from somebody who has a reputation um, in whatever it is that they are intending to sell to their own market. Um, you, yours is definitely that in your medical field. And, and I know now there's a big movement in PLR to have premium content that is only available to a limited audience. And I think that's a really good thing that's coming out of this in, in this time. Well, absolutely. And I think as a PLR seller yeah, that I would, 
you know, basically advise others as well too, is that if you focus on trying to create, you know, premium quality stuff, not something that, uh, um, you know, is, is, is not, uh, uh, you don't take the time to produce and create that is going to be something that you're proud of that somebody else is able to uh, read and understand. And if you feel like you can't quite produce that by yourself and, you know, find out how to do it with the help of someone else. Um, and, uh, you know, or basically learn how to do it from, from, you know, doing the research and everything and make sure it's good research as well. And, uh, you know, make a name for yourself as someone that wants to produce quality content. Um, and that's going to allow you to have longevity as opposed to someone that, doesn't really pay that much attention to it and then kind of goes, you know, maybe has a, a little bit of success, but then struggles as a result of uh, not having the quality. Uh, and so I think, yeah, that the, the aspect of it, that, that, that the way that I look to try to approach it as well too, is that, uh, I mean, I mean, I can say it right now. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last. We'll see. But uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know any other docs that are doing this in the space that I'm currently doing it. Um, and, and the thing I always want to try to tell people is that I, mean, I, I work a lot at making this into um, something that I can be proud of. And I think I am uh, in agreement with what's being stated and, many times rewrite things that, uh, that, uh, I've written before to make sure that it sounds, uh, clearer to somebody. And I mean, but I want it to be also something that, that is not just like I'm writing for other, you know, professionals I'm writing for, well, medical professionals, mm. I'm writing for somebody that, uh, maybe isn't, has anything to do with the health profession at all. And they can read it and be able to, to see it. Sometimes it ends up again, being more complex, but other times, uh, it's still readable, you know? No, no, and, um, uh, I, would absolutely agree. I would absolutely agree with you because that's how we first came to meet because I saw some of your content um, on Alzheimer and dementia and it was related to some other medical stuff that I had no idea about and of course I was fascinated by that because I had a personal interest in it and and I think there's a lot to be said for that for people in um, not just their personal life, but perhaps they're in a, a health and wellness business, for example. Um, I'll use that because it's something that, that we do. So we sort of have a pretty intimate knowledge of that business. But we were on a training not so long ago um, with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. Um, and they were talking about what can you add as value to a business that you're already involved in that you perhaps don't have the knowledge to provide. I.e. you have the passion and purpose for your business, but you don't have something to give to somebody that they're gonna want to read and go, wow, that is like just what I've been looking for. And that's why I wanna work with you guys over here in your specific business. I mean, that's something that's not talked about all that often, but I think it's just a fabulous expansion of, of what you're doing. I, I agree. I think it's, uh, yeah, finding that um, connection first with someone else that uh, they, uh, you know, to 
help perhaps identify, I mean, sometimes it's, it's your, you're identifying that that's something they want or they need, um, or that that's, that's some aspect of what you're doing that, that, that really connects with them. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, um, and, you know, the, and, and, you know, to add on to that, the, the idea that uh, we as entrepreneurs look to try to find out what our audience wants or are looking for as well, too, um, which I would say to, to other people as well. Sometimes it, that was a stumbling block for me, too, is the idea of, of you know, if you are able to identify um, what people are looking for, you know, and that's kind of uh, almost marketing one on one. But at the same time, it's you, you can be a little bit blind to it. Um, you're just going to just set yourself up for better success in terms of, uh, better satisfaction, better, better satisfied customers, uh, and more success with, with people wanting more of what you do uh, and, or you can reduce. So. I, I, I suppose, I mean, thinking about this, um, where we're talking to people who are sort of maybe 50 or 60 plus some people have actually already retired and they're in their 70s and 80s and they might be listening to this or or watching it whether they're on the show or the podcast and thinking well yeah this sounds a really great idea but like isn't it super technical um it's not is it because you can get help with this kind of thing oh well, I think that's the thing too, is that don't let the ask, don't let anything about it that you might see as being technical be something that prevents you from, you know, uh, looking to try to go into it because the, there is, um, I mean, when you when you look to try to go into it and you find like-minded individuals that are, are, uh, are in, in the same related, uh, space, um, you're going to be able to identify what are things that, they can help you with and perhaps things that you can help them with. Um, and, you know, so I think it's, it's, uh, don't, uh, don't be concerned about, uh, well, like, yeah, this, this is too hard to do this, too hard to do that. Um, there is, there is a way to do it. Um, it doesn't always cost money. Sometimes, it, you know, it, you know, if you, if you looked and buy that service to, to help get help doing that, uh, it's a good thing. Um, but if, if that's something that uh, you want to try to start doing on your own, um, uh, it's still, it, it, it'll require, you know, it'll require time, you know, um, but, um, but that's the thing is to, is, the, is to, if you, if you look at it, I mean, and one of the things that I think you were going to say, or we're kind of going towards was the idea in terms of retirement um, is that sometimes, I mean, I, I, this, this, I kind of was doing a little bit and still, I'm still working, but I, I've been thinking very, very highly about retirement. Uh, and, but it's, this is the kind of thing that I, that I have, that drives my passion. Um, I'm, I mean, I've, I've been a doc for many years, take care of patients. That's passionate, but, uh, for that, but, uh, um, this is one of the things that, you know, that I feel like I could do well into my eighties. Uh, I mean, I can't be a doc well into my eighties or nineties or whatever like that, but this, I feel like I could do a long, long time and would be very happy and satisfied doing it for a long time, even after my career. Um, and, um, so if that's, I mean, that's the other thing too, is like, uh, if somebody is can, can identify some passion that they have about it all, um, even in retirement age, uh, I mean, 
it, it, it can be some of the, the most fun that you've had in your life, no doubt. So, yeah, I think so. We were talking the other day with, with one of our guests and we were talking about um, it being the second mountain, if you like. So we've had our first mountain, which is our career and what we've, you know, earned our money doing and bringing up our families and all the rest of it. And then we get to this time, you know, we suddenly find ourselves in the valley again. And we've got no kids. No kids. They've yeah, been empty, empty nested. <laughs> maybe we've got grandchildren coming along or maybe not. Um, and we think, well, what are we going to do now? Like, we've got no purpose to life. Um, what can we do? And um, this is why we are such advocates for entrepreneurship in retirement, because I think it allows us to keep the grey matter up here going for one, which I think is incredibly important, bearing in mind both of our, ours and your experience of Alzheimer's and de different forms of dementia, um, but also to have some fun yes. you know, and, to and actually to do something that has purpose, if you like, such as, you know, you might be doing something that you don't need to earn a lot of money for, but it might allow you to support a cause or help your family um, if that's what you want to do. And that, this is why we explore so many different ways of, of starting a business in retirement. And I love what you're doing. It's just, it's so neat, really. And anyone could do that using either their own skills or being able to buy in somebody else's skills and just share the content. I think it's fabulous. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree 100%. It's, uh, it, it, uh, it, and it's and it does it, it ends up being I mean even though it's a lot of work it's still a lot of fun it really is yeah Lloyd we've had such fun with you this afternoon we could talk for ages and but I, <laughs> I I've got to let you get back to what you're really good at and we have to get back to what we're good at but um, we have absolutely adored having you on the show today where can everyone find you and read about some of your fabulous content well, the the easy way to to, to start is to uh, visit drloy.com, um, and that's where I have my main blog, and uh, that's where you can find out about me um, and about uh, what I do. Uh, there is a link to my premium medical content store. Um, there is um, a way that uh, you can get some free sample uh, PLR content uh, with PLR rights as well, too, uh, that uh, they can uh, sign in uh, and, and get that information. They can see the type of writing that uh, I've done. They can also read the blog that is similar to some of the type of writing as well that I've done. Uh, the blog ends up having a lot of content on arthritis and diabetes and I'm planning to add more, but I've been too busy creating the other content to, uh, for which I, which I launch each month. Um, and if you, I mean, if you're, if you end up being on my list, uh, and you get that content then you'll be able to see when I am offering that content, which, uh, ends up being, uh, when I launch it each month, that's going to be at the lowest possible prices. I mean, it really is. The, I know, I know it is. it is in truth. It is. I think that's, um, I, I think that's fabulous. And look, there's a whole nother idea we could talk about one day, starting your own website, right. your own blog, yeah. um, and sharing content that other people have written. I think that's absolutely fabulous. 
Loy, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you having it. Thank you to all of our listeners today and those of you who are viewing this. And we will be back with another guest very soon. Thank you for joining us today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. 